What's up, you nerds? Welcome back to Yellow Spandex. This week we talked about all kinds of random nerdness. You guys got anything to say? I'm still trying to recover from the Mandela effect. It's the first time it's actually affected me this much. That's right. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Emotional. Also, a cool commercial, a Gatorade commercial, and uh, a bunch of uh, um, nonsense about... We tried talking about The Boys that's coming out, this Amazon movie. So that's the core of it. Yeah. And then things just kind of like splayed out from there. That's right. Coming at ya. The special effects look amazing, though. I mean, like, this is a freaking <clears throat> Amazon Prime show. Dude, they got the money. Dude, Amazon, they have a huge production budget now because they have uh, product behind all their stuff. Wow. You know, like... Well, they, just play, they play some of their products in the video? No, I'm saying they have a lot of money from, like, physical retail. That'd be funny, though. Like, if they yeah. did, and, like, you just hovered over the screen, and it's like, bling, and it shows probably up. Not, Amazon link. It's probably not far off. <laughs> Yo, that'd be so annoying. Because, like, uh, they have that... <laughs> That money coming in from like actual retail stuff because other like Netflix and all this stuff they have to have like investment capital mm. coming Yo. in. So this one's like you know it's like if Walmart decided to make a movie they could. That's just like a tax write off. I mean they're already doing it online basically. That's like your your break your commercial breaks. You you can interact with the commercials now. You know. Did you ever watch Mac and Me? Yeah, the McDonald's. Yeah, yeah it's the McDonald's movie. In fact, but it wasn't like it wasn't McDonald's. It was like produced by the the. Food company that that sports yeah. McDonald's or well, whatever. I think, I think McDonald's made a production company just to make that movie. Yeah, I think like Coca Cola was an investor because wasn't Coca Cola like their lifeblood? I don't know. Like they they would put the we should talk about this on camera. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I got it rolling already. Oh. I mean, and okay. the volume's already rolling, recording. So, so hi guys, we're already talking. Hey, what's up? <laughs> talk about Mac and Me. Yeah, I remember the thing I remember from Mac and Me because my dad worked at McDonald's my entire childhood, uh, and so we definitely saw it because he probably got comped or something. Uh, but the before the family got kidnapped by that weird like suctioning machine thing mm -hmm. that was like at the time the world's most innovative special effects and now it's like the words <laughs> like a YouTuber could do it like kind of creepy when you were a kid though yeah but it, I don't they, remember this movie before they like Ooh. before they went got sucked up into that machine they would like stick straws into like the ground of the planet they lived on and the 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 core of the planet was made of Coca Cola. And so they would drink it. And so when they got yes. to Earth, they're all like dying. And then they discover like, oh, we have to give these aliens Coca-Cola because it's the only thing they survive off oh, of. And that's why they look so this. weird all the time with their mouths. Yeah, like, like, and, and it was terrifying. But I think at the time, <laughs> their market research was like, this is adorable. Like, I do remember this movie now. And uh, <sighs> I like, you know, thinking like as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Coca-Cola saves their lives. Oh, gosh. Here, hold on. We'll play it real quick. Just the, the quick Mac and Me trailer. What year was this? Oh, my gosh. Sometimes uh, what does it say? 88? 88. That sounds about right. <laughs> it's totally Holy like a commercial for McDonald's. Host. I totally oh, yeah. remember this. Because McDonald's, like, in the middle of it, like, you go, you see Ronald. Like, it's the first time Ronald's ever in, like, a movie. movie. And I think um, one of their favorite foods, is, like, they always stop at McDonald's to eat. Mm -hmm. My favorite, but my brother used to love this movie. With uh, and would watch it all the time when we go over to my grandparents' house. I'd watch Short Circuit. I love that. I love Short Circuit. Yeah, but uh, they he loved this stupid movie. I have no idea why. I mean, when you look back, if you watch it now, I guarantee you it's like hilarious for different reasons. Because there's a scene where they throw the kid in a wheelchair off a cliff, and it's clearly a dummy. Yes. <laughs> like you look at it, it's like ah. Uh... Did you know that like every time that uh, Paul Rudd goes on Conan O'Brien. He plays that clip. Oh, really? Movie. I didn't know that. Dude, for the last 20 years. That's so funny. He's like, oh, yeah, this is my new movie, uh, <laughs> Avengers. He did it for Ant-Man. He's like, oh, Ant-Man, yeah, whatever. He's like, I I mean, take it's, a, it's essentially the same plot line. <laughs> He's like, watch this, and he plays the exact same clip. That's so funny. 
And he plays a clip of the kid falling off the... Remember when movies were like this? Is that, it looks a lot like Joan Cusack, if it's not Joan Cusack. Like, this reminds me of, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids It was totally... Production. In, look! Look at totally it. It's like clearly yeah. a dummy. Because <laughs> he's like... And it came off that, like, E.T. era. Oh, yeah. <laughs> E.T. was, what, 84? Oh, it's got to be, at least. Orion. Oh, Alan Silvestri did the songs. Wow. Orion Pictures, everyone, all, all these, like, crazy movies Wait, came out. Wait, does that say Runaway Wheelchair? Can we skip to that clip where he falls off the cliff? Sure, yeah. yeah it's the whole, this is the clip that uh, Paul Rudd shows every single time he's on Conan. Also, apparently now it's on Blu-ray because we need it in high def. Exactly. I do. I'm sure you couldn't get any better than the VHS my grandma had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when he falls off the cliff, I don't even remember what happens after that. I just remember when he fell off the cliff. Even as a child, I was like, that's a mannequin in a wheelchair. There, there we go. You, you haven't seen this? Yeah, I remember this movie. Yeah. Or this part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a the green screen. <laughs> Ah, oh, classic. It's so great. Wow. <laughs> state of the art McDonald's. State of the art cinematography there, boys. It, it's, it's like once you think it's over, it's like, oh, that was funny. And then the green screen, like, <laughs> pop up. You know what's so crazy, too, is the way technology has grown in movies in the last 10 years, just in the last 10 years, has been like exponentially uh, huge growth wise. So, like, this this like production is kind of almost like a YouTuber could probably do this. Oh, completely. Right? My kids could probably do this. Right? <clears throat> but I, I know a lot of people like say, like we said this during the Mortal Kombat Journey Begins conversation. People are like, oh, at the time, the, the that's all the technology was. But then like the same year, like Toy Story came out, you mm -hmm. know? So like right around this time, maybe even earlier, there was like a horror movie that came out and... Like there was a scene where a little girl's like running up the stairs. It's in slow motion, and then she reaches up for the medicine cabinet. That's like a mirror. Mm -hmm. But then you realize the whole shot was in the mirror, and you're like, "How the f did they do that?" Uh, and then they show later that it was a combination of like a clever shot and a green screen and then like match cutting and stuff. It was oh, like, wow. so it was there. This was just their level of effort <laughs> for this movie, you know, like. <laughs> They're like, well, we don't have money for other things, so also the we star have that giant McDonald's shot in the yeah. middle. That's all we can. The pay star for. of this movie is a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> also, we want all the kids to get diabetes from Coca Cola. So, <laughs> drunk on kids, so you can look like these aliens. <laughs> so, how do we get talking about Mac and Me? I don't remember. That was great, though. Oh, remember, remember <laughs> Mac and Me? Remember, remember, remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember. <laughs> Um, Let's go to our page. Let's go. Oh yeah, we were uh, looking at. I, th I remember oh, we were, yeah. we were uh, looking at the trailer for the boys. Oh yeah, um, which is like a demented Justice League, I guess. And this looked crazy. Yeah, I he holy crap because I didn't. I I think we just talked about it too. Like uh, I didn't see this trailer that we just watched. I didn't see this one. Or like the girls, like they were like sitting on the guy's face, obviously, and then all of a sudden blows his face up or something. something. I don't know. Because cool, like, didn't it start with him being like the size of Ant-Man? He like ran inside her and then he like grew or oh, something. I don't know. I, I was like, that is pretty wild. But yeah. it also looks way better than Justice League. <laughs> it's not hard. Maybe maybe that was, maybe that was the goal. <laughs> they were like, listen, yeah, give so us an Amazon budget. If, if you haven't seen the boys trailer, it's it's a Amazon Prime uh, original. So does, that means it's going to be in Amazon or in theaters? 
some Amazon stuff is in theaters. I think most of these ones that are coming out as movies do get like soft openings at theaters. Okay. So, yeah, we've been to a few Netflix soft opening or, but, or but those Netflix premieres, things actually. Those Netflix things, the premieres are in the theaters, but the show is only on Netflix. Right. I think yeah. there's some Amazon stuff that's actually like you can go see it in theaters. Uh, I would I would assume so. Yeah, hmm. like they would have like you were saying some sort of. Uh, yeah. This looks even more demented than I thought it was going to be. Though. Like <laughs> a, the first trailer, I was like, oh, it's funny. He has the baby with the laser eyes. Yeah, yeah. a little bit like. Uh, Jack-Jack. Uh, Jack-Jack, yeah. He's like, yeah, just mowing people down with it. And I was like, oh, that's going to be funny. And then like the dude, <laughs> the tiny dude jumping into the girl and the dude yeah. blowing up. There's some uh, it's like, oh gosh, some crazy stuff in this, <laughs> like, ladies and I gentlemen. I might vomit if I see that again. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I want to see it more. <laughs> I was already interested from the first scene that they showed us with like that Captain, Captain America lookalike. Mm-hmm. And then who's the guy that was? Um, I forget the bad guy's name in Superman. Which um, which one? The uh, the main alien. Uh, Zod. Zod. Isn't he Zod? <laughs> which one? In the recent ones, the one oh, in the corner here. Uh, I don't know. I think he was Zod in the. I recent know this is Carl Urban. Yeah, he's uh he was in Thor Ragnarok and a bunch of great yeah. stuff. I love I think, that. Dude. I think this guy next to him though. I think he was Zod in. One of the recent Superman movies. Okay. Once again, if I'm wrong, correct. Yeah, he me. looks like the guy. I'm not sure if that's him or not. Gotcha. I feel like Zod looks old as an older person than that, but I don't know. Mm. I think that Carl Arbin would have been a great Wolverine had we not already chose him to be uh an Asgardian. Yeah, gosh, I can't remember his name. Oh yeah, he was like the sellout. Yeah, he's kind of a bad guy most of the time. I can't yeah. remember his name. He's he's, he's he's like whoever's gonna pay him at the time. Yeah. I think we're not gonna kill him. But then he kind of turned good, right? Yeah, I guess he conscience. stood up for Asgard. Um, it makes me think of like Exterminator or something. Side Swapper. <laughs> Side Swapper should be his name. No, I can't remember his name. Yeah, that's that's cool. Tell, I, us, I didn't, tell us his name in the comments. I didn't recognize um, his. I didn't recognize him like with hair. Like he's, he's bald and right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're looking at this whatever this art is for the the boys. It looks like it's gonna be good. I mean, I don't know. It looks like it's also gonna be very graphic. And whatnot, but <laughs> I just saw somebody's head get blown off or <laughs> decapitated or something, so I'm down. <laughs> AMC Preacher. Oh, uh, see, what did what is that? Oh, uh, Preacher is oh, another TV show. Yeah. Seth Rogen was Seth on. Seth Rogen's too. the producer of this, right? Yeah, and of Preacher the boys? too. Yeah, yeah, and Preacher and, and uh, Evan Goldberg, his buddy. I think so. I, once again, I think I might be wrong, but I think this is the case. Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen are the writing team for a lot of Seth Rogen's material. Okay, and the two of them wrote Super Bad. And so the two characters you see in Superbad are supposed to be the representations of younger Evan and Seth. Oh, so like Jonah Hill is Seth and um, Michael Sarah is Evan. Hmm. It was about them as kids and all the shit they got into. That's awesome. So the two of them, so Evan always kind of stayed off camera for the most part and Seth was like the star, but they write all their, com- or not all the most of their comedy together, you know. Hmm. I've never actually seen Superbad. Which oh, is kind of so weird. good. It's it's so bad. It's good. It's not. No, I see. I, I've seen clips. It it's looks not funny. bad. It's, it's not a bad. I movie. think it's pretty like accurate for like being that age with your friends because it's that. It's right before. Uh, I don't know where this takes place. I, I don't know if it's California or somewhere else, but it's like right before that age, at least like in the Midwest, where like boys are worried about like being called homo or something. You know, mm. like so they'll have a sleepover and then they're not. They're straight, but because they're both after these girls and stuff, but they'll just. Like act really cute around each other because they're like best friends. So like they'll boop each other good night and stuff just because they're like like oh, I really appreciate you, man. Because they just spent this like wild night, you know, trying to do all this crazy like steal booze to take to a party and mm. and stuff. And then they're like just suddenly like I can't believe we got through that. It's like yep, boop. 
like it's just adorable because it's like not that specific thing, but stuff like that. I remember like having sleepovers. Like I'm not going to say anything outside this room, but I really appreciate you. you know, like, <laughs> it was really cool. And then like I think the opening scene, one or one of the opening scenes, they talk about like the best ways to hide a boner and stuff. I'm like, that's that's high school, you know. Like, and I think Jonah Hill's character is like, you know, I tuck it in my belt, and so like, <laughs> ouch. Like, <laughs> I, I did then, the old tuck in the belt one and then, time. Because uh, I, I, I think, always do the the Roseanne where the dad was like, Dan was all like, just put a book in front of me. <laughs> put a book. And then Roseanne's like, no, we got to talk to him more. So she tried to explain like about her like uh, first period or whatever while it was at a dance or whatever. And he's like, ah, oh, little kid's running away. And the dad's like, what's the matter? Mom's telling me about her first period. <laughs> you remember Bubble As Boy? As you were. <laughs> Do you remember Bubble Boy? <laughs> I've never saw Bubble Boy. Oh, you haven't? No. It's such a great movie. It looks so awful. It's so good. <laughs> it it's looks so, so bad. If you like those weird, like we, last week, was it last week or this week? Last week we were talking about um, uh, Better Off, not Better Off Dead, uh, One Crazy Summer and how it's like this weird like parody thing, you know, like the kid gets killed by the graduation cap and stuff. Yeah. That's kind of how Bubble Boy was. It's like so ridiculous. It's like a cartoon, but with live action characters. And so, like, there's a scene where Jake Gyllenhaal's character, the Bubble Boy, <laughs> like, he wakes up. That's and he, Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then, and now what, I think I need to see it. That's where I discovered uh, Blink-182. It's like, so that's, that's, they say, this is growing up. Like, that was, like, the key scene. You, you would have discovered Blink-182 in any yeah, right. movie from, like, 95 <laughs> to 2002. But I remember being in the theater seeing this. <laughs> that song happened. And then there was, like, the scene where he wakes up. And since he's been sheltered his whole life, he doesn't know what a boner is. So he wakes up and he has it. He's like, Mom! Oh, and no. you see this shot from like his toes. So you just see like Jake Gyllenhaal's face and this like hump from his face. He's like, what, do I, what is it? What is it? And then Susie Kurtz is his mom. <laughs> Susie Kurtz. And she's hilarious. And she's just like the overly religious, like conservative mom. She's like, oh, dear, oh, dear. It's like, just do what I tell your father to do, which is a hilarious statement. She's like, just say the Pledge of Allegiance over and over again until it goes away. And she's like, say it, say it. And she's like, I pledge, I pledge allegiance, I pledge allegiance to a flag, I pledge allegiance. And he just keeps saying, it, and eventually you see it go down. She's like, thanks, mom. He's like, I'm always taking care of my baby. I'm like, what is happening? There's scenes where like something like falls and breaks, and she reaches off screen and gets a like a dustbuster from thin air. And she's like, mm-mm-mm. And we're like, where did that come from? <laughs> like, I love the movie like so Spider-Man much. Spider-Man in the webs. Like, yeah. Not, wait, how's he gonna hang on that? And there, there's like um Danny Trejo mm-hmm. is like my favorite role ever. Oh yeah. I think you told me yeah. about this. Yeah. Where like, he's like the old lover or something. Right? Yeah, so like he he has these tattoos that it, for in real life, I think it was like his wife and his daughters or something. They didn't want to go through the trouble of covering him up, so he sharpied like X's through him. And in the movie, they're like, that was my first X. This is my second ex. This is third. <laughs> it's just a funny scene. And then there's like a slightly racist but kind of funny and accurate scene where he goes to Chinatown and he's trying to win money and like this like Chinese guy running like a like a mud wrestling thing. He's like, "Do you want to win five hundred dollars?" And like Jake Gyllenhaal's like, "Yes, I would. I would like five hundred dollars. Like five hundred dollars. Like yeah, I would like. I would. I would like like five hundred. Five hundred dollars. Like five hundred dollars. I would like to win five hundred dollars." And they're just yelling at each other. It's like thick Asian accent. <laughs> and it's so funny. And then of course he wins because he's in a giant bubble with a bunch of girls in oil and mud and stuff. So he wins five hundred bucks. Minor spoiler, but That's also the funny. movie's like twenty years old. So, <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> sorry for spoiling that gem. Yeah. But it is. It's one of my favorite old school movies. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal. You just have to see. It's really funny. It features Blink One Eighty Two as Jake Gyllenhaal and Swoozy Kurtz and Danny Trejo. That's it's, weird because I only remember him as like when he was younger as that uh, was October Sky. Oh yeah, or like, like oh, Donnie it's a Darko. sad kid that wants to be an astronaut. I don't mm. think I actually ever saw October Sky. I don't it was think really I saw good. It, but yeah. I remember that being a huge thing. <laughs> 
Did you I ever see Donnie I Darko? I never saw Donnie Darko. I didn't he was know one of my he friends. Was in Donnie Darko. He's the main. He's the main character. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even <laughs> put that together. No, I've always he's... wanted to see it, but like, yeah, it's one of those ones where you're like, "Hey, want to watch this?" And everybody's like, "No." So <laughs> I mean, it's a watch crazy the, movie. Watch the director's cut because mm-hmm. that actually Nick, our friend from college, like he's the one who showed it to me when we were in college, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Watch the director's cut because the other one doesn't make any sense." The director's cut has Tyler cards between scenes mm-hmm. that are the only way you have any context of what's going on. No oh, weird. So they're like the next section. Because you're like, when did this happen? Because the whole thing is about like time crossing over each other and stuff. And like, it doesn't give everything to you, but the title cards like give you a hint of like the frame of mind at yeah. least. Yeah. And you still might be confused, but he had a better shot because the original movie, he just had like no yeah. point of reference. That's what I saw. <laughs> Someone going to the theater and it's like, what? Yeah. Oh. I was like, my friends talk, took me to go see uh, Fight Club and they had already Ooh. seen it. They're yeah. like, oh, we're gonna see Fight Club again. You want to see it? And I was like, oh, I've never seen it. I'm like, oh, you've that's amazing. Like, well, what's it about? Oh, well, they're like they start a fight club and they fight. It's about Delaware. All right, sure, yeah. <laughs> and I go there. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, that movie was nuts. Actually, you know what's funny? I remember the first rated R movie that my f- friend snuck me into was Replacement Killers. So was that a, one of the first for you? Like no. the Fight Club thing? The or? first R movie <laughs> that I snuck into, I actually got caught like in trouble for was this the worst movie on earth. It was like a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, but it was like with Dennis Rodman. That already sounds intriguing and very... I remember that. It was it was awful. Was it like Bloodsport or something? Or? No, no. Bloodsport's great. Um, what, what was Dennis Rodman in with Jean-Claude? It was like when he was getting big and... Uh, gosh, what is it called? Double Team, maybe, is what it might be? Yeah. It was uh, an that's awful movie. Dennis Rodman was in a few kung fu movies. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he was like, I think he was like a weapons expert or something. And so like he helps out Jean-Claude Van Damme's character. Double team. And it's funny because when you look up Dennis Rodman, it says most known for double team. <laughs> yeah. And I, the worst part of the movie, though, is like they're they're jumping out of this plane for some who knows what reason. And like Dennis Rodman's like, I got this plan. And like, wait a minute, you didn't discuss the plan before you jumped out of the plane. But anyway, they jump out and he's like, come here. <laughs> and he undoes this like shoot. And uh it, instead of being a parachute, it turns into a giant basketball. Nice. And, they, and it's funny because they zoom out and they like lightly like bounce on the ground. It's like, no way, that would not happen. And you would not be inside of an air basketball, not like <laughs> when it hits the ground, you inside not hit the ground then also. I remember that. Yeah. It's like Looney Tunes, the movie. It was like Looney Tunes, the movie. <laughs> mm. uh, what was it, some of the other ones that are like that? I can't remember. Or, what, do you remember what the first like radar movie was that you snuck into? No. I don't remember. I was I've been sitting here trying to think about that, and I don't I don't think I remember. I got in trouble. My mom's like, "Someone saw you at the movie." I was like, "Oh, what?" No, and I can't remember what movie we said we we're gonna watch. She's like, "No, the rated R movie you saw." And I was like, oh. <laughs> "I remember there was like a Monica Buccini. Is that her name? The girl from uh, The Matrix. She's also is it Monica? She was um not." In the in the Matrix Two, I was gonna say it's not Trinity. It's Monica Bellucci. Bellucci, there. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh yeah, she was Persephone. So we'll there was never a forget Persephone. There was a movie where <laughs> she's like she kind. There was this little boy. I forget. It was like in Italy. It might have been in Italy. Mm-hmm. Based in Italy, she, she's about as Italian as it gets. Oh yeah, and um, she was the like that. I forget. I saw. I didn't see that. In, in the theaters, though, but I remember that was like one of the like movies I wasn't supposed to watch, mm-hmm. and uh, I totally watched it. You know, the 90s, 90s and early two thousands was a really confusing time 
for me with Monica Bellucci specifically because she was in the Matrix sequels the same time she was in Passion of the Christ. So I think she was Mary Magdalene. Um, so it was like this like weird thing because I just seen her in Matrix, one of the Matrix movies. I think it was Matrix, the second one. And she says to the Merovingian, like, they're supposed to be married in this movie. And uh, he's, he, like, walks out with his men. And she's like, he's like, why would you do this? And she's like, because you still have her lipstick on. And he's like, I have no lipstick on. She's like, it's not on your mouth. And I was like, that's the sexiest, dirtiest thing I've heard in a long time in a mainstream movie. And then the next weekend, we go see Passion of the Christ. And she's like, Jesus. And I'm like, I'm so conflicted <laughs> about all my feelings right yeah. now. <laughs> like, what in the world? I got to figure out what. It was one of her like first movies too, but uh, yeah, she was everywhere at that time. I wonder what she's up to now. Anyway, um, <laughs> the boys, the boys. Uh, th- so the the trailer we saw at the movie theater, I think, more focused on the Aquaman character. Hmm. Like, and he's not Aquaman. I don't know what they're going to call him, but he was like that fish boy, something. And that like I was already like, hey, that seems fun. It seems like a lower budget Aquaman, but a better story from that section they showed us. But now we saw like this kind of like Wonder Woman-esque character. Yeah. So it looks really cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. It looks re- done like it's done really well. I mean, it mm-hmm. looks like a real movie, like mm-hmm. not like a TV show. Molina or Malena. Mm-hmm. 2000. There you go. That was about the same time. So, like, I think the this seems kind of like a cross of like Justice League, like Watchmen, and then some parody thing. I'm going to tell you right now that all the footage in there looks better than Justice, anything in Justice League. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, this whole, like, thing, like, you can tell that they're all parodies of, like, Justice League yeah. characters. But then, like, it has that, because one of the guys actually looks like Ozymandias. Hmm. Like, in it, I mean, it's probably not him, but, like, it has that Watchmen air, but, like, yeah. not serious. Oh, it's serious. The action is serious. But the whole thing is, like, so, <laughs> la- it's like the Expendables. Maybe that's the best thing. It's like the Expendables. They They play it straight. But you're laughing the whole time because you're like, there, there's so many meatheads on screen right now. <laughs> so many amazing <laughs> meatheads. Shooting up movies. Jeez. <laughs> I used to love those too. I still love Shoot 'em Up is one of my favorite movies. Because actually, I think Monica was in that as well, wasn't she? In Shoot 'em Up with uh, what's his face? <laughs> uh, well, I can't remember his name. I, I, I know who you're thinking. He was even in like Children of Men. That, like yeah, IMDb, yeah, shoot him up. Shoot him up was Clive Owen. Mm, yeah, no, it was go. Monica Bellucci. That was another thing. So I also, and then I see her in Passion of the Christ, and then I go see shoot him up, and there's a scene that embodies all of testosterone and a, like a little bit of toxic masculinity, where like they're having sex and then like they get bombarded by a bunch of like henchmen, and so instead of stopping the sex because she's getting ready to climax. He's able to roll around, keep her pleasured while shooting all the other <laughs> bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this movie? No. Are you gonna see this movie? No. Okay. So <laughs> it climaxes not not that scene, but later not on. Not her, like, but the yeah. Scene. Well, no, she does too, because the whole thing is like he kills all the guys, and she's like, yes. And it's like that is like every like like straight teenage boys like yeah. I was gonna say that's just a know. boy thing. Like, but that, that would, that's why that's why I was like it's like. All this testosterone and this like dash of like toxic masculinity, <laughs> like it. But then like at the end, so the whole thing is he's like the world's best like marksman, you know, kind of like he can shoot anything. Okay. So the bad guy like breaks his finger, so he can't shoot. <laughs> not even making this up, and it's not a parody. They play it straight. He's like with the bad guy, 
like sitting in front of a fireplace, his fingers are broken, so he can't shoot. And they're like, "What are you gonna do now?" And he like un like he like takes his palms, and, like unravels like the uh, the barrel of the gun, and, like empties the bullets out, and he wedges the bullets, I, maybe with his teeth or something, between his fingers and sticks his, his hand in the fireplace, fingers. and sets the bullets off with the fire and starts aiming at the people in the room. <laughs> it's like doo, 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 and like he shoots them all dead, and he's like, "Yeah, and the, the carrot." Like, What's that? It's the the carrot. He's the always, very first scene. Yeah, he's like, always like he always has a carrot. And that's that's the logic of the whole movie is how he can shoot so well mm-hmm. is because he eats carrots and helps his eyesight. <laughs> so the whole movie he's like eating carrots and they're like, "How do you shoot so well?" He's like, "Carrots, good for your eyes." And the very like one of the first fights, like someone makes fun of him for eating carrots, so he just sticks the carrot through his head, yeah, he, through his eyes, like kills him with it i'm like it's freaking crazy that reminds me of like the ridiculousness of like the daredevil movie with (laughs) colin farrell as like oh yeah uh, yeah. bullseye bullseye yeah what was that other movie that was like a shoot 'em up movie oh uh smoking bear no smoking aces smoking aces Uh, i never saw that with alicia Alicia keys Keys. yeah did they make a sequel to that too yeah Mm -hmm. the second one is like not very good, but it's a good like it came on on TBS on Sunday afternoons. <laughs> you know, I'd watch it. Yeah. Yeah. To, the, guys, if you haven't noticed, this is just like a n- nostalgia dive right <laughs> here. Yeah, I don't think we have any kind of idea what we want. I wanted to maybe, well, I, don't, I haven't do- dove into it yet, but I wanted to maybe see what this whole animated Gremlins was going to be about. I think Andre the Black Nerd talked about this a little bit because he's a huge Gremlins fan. Yeah, me I don't too. know. I don't know a whole lot about. The Gremlins, besides like the mainstream stuff. Oh, it's just the two movies. Oh, the secret so, of the Mogwai. Okay. So the series, to, so Warner's getting to get their own streaming service? Or they, yeah, they've been they talking them? about having it. In fact, they've even been, there's been some rumble about like rolling the DC stuff into the Warner, Warner streaming mm. service to kind of save some of that stuff. What was it? Gizmo, yeah. Yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. Adult oriented audience takes place in Shanghai during the 20th century. Ooh, Shanghai. Oh, and it's about Gizmo. Yeah. How he acquired Gizmo. That's animated, right? Yeah. That's, that's um, weird. Oh, yeah, animated series. Um, For adults? That's kind of cool. I, well, I love animated anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robot Chicken, what? Uh, will be produced, executive produced by uh, somebody. Oh, Robot Chicken. Say, Brandon. Brandon Hay. Yeah. The series doesn't. Oh, gotcha. Robot Chicken's Brandon Hay, yeah currently have a release date wow that's just cool so secret of the mogwai is the largest gremlins announcement to come from warner this year so uh wait, wait cool. they said this year i wish they would make it a tv show i mean like an actual like maybe not stranger things because like i love that especially the first movie so much because this when nowadays dark humor is just like all over the place mm-hmm. but like back then that was a weird movie yeah, like because it was not like horror, but it wasn't like just a fun action movie either. It was, it was I like think, a new. It wasn't like a noir film either. It was oh, just, no, it was, no, just, not. it was just like thriller. No, it was it was a slasher like kind of yeah. like you know it like horror even slasher slash, though. Like, I mean, like it was it was high intensity definitely. The, the thing that was weird about it was that there was other movies like it, but there was no not very many movies or none that reach mainstream like that did. Because there was a Ghoulies that came out mm-hmm. that we didn't even know existed until last yeah. Halloween. Now we know all about but, Ghoulies. But like it, it was, is... it was similar on like the creature feature thing. But in Ghoulies didn't hit the mainstream. Like 
like uh, no. Gremlins did. And Gremlins, Gremlins like looked a lot. Weren't there like too. seventeen Gremlin movies or something? Like how many Gremlins movies? There's were only there? two Gremlins movies. Really? Yeah. There's yeah. only, there's I only feel two. Like there was a lot. No. There's only two. Of them. And it was weird because they both did really well. People seemed Mandela to like them. Effect. Yeah. <laughs> no. There's uh, maybe. Are you thinking of Critters? I don't know. Because Critters is along the same lines, but like or Trolls. It's Wait. it's got that funny <laughs> death like uh troll like the. It was like Trolls Eight. Or, uh, Grim, uh, what's the thing in space? Is it Troll? Oh, uh, uh, I had the, I can't remember his name. Although I also feel like, yeah. wasn't there also a Gizmo t- uh, cartoon show? Yeah. They probably, I mean, they did cartoon shows for everything. I, I, I definitely I totally remember, that. remember that. For some yeah. reason, I remember there being more Gremlins movies, or maybe there was just so many reruns. I just counted in my head as like different Gremlins movies. That's yeah, wild. You know, just two movies. There was no TV shows or anything besides, uh, I guess there could have been a cartoon. I remember cartoon. a cartoon. But yeah, look that up. I love, uh, I mean, like, I love that movie so much. I, I don't know if I want an animated movie of it, though. Especially, I would take an animated series. It's got to be really dark and funny because I mean, I don't think anybody. The only people that die in the first movie are um, the ones that die by like accidents that the Gremlins have caused. Yeah. So you know, like a they, one like, push a pot off a thing and it kills a person. Not even that. Like most of the time, most of it was like silly stuff. Um, uh, you know how old ladies have like the stair lift things where like uh, they sit in the chair and it moves yeah, up the stairs. Yeah. They like reprogrammed the chair thing somehow to just like do real fast and so it shot her out a window. <laughs> and she was like a crazy. And it's funny because like in this dark humor too, it's like they kind of kill the people that you want to be killed anyway. Uh, <laughs> so like the crazy cranky old lady is like, Rrr. and they come and they show up at her doorstep. Yeah. In. Because uh, it's Christmas. By the way, this is like a Christmas movie. I'm bugged. There was a lot of uh, Christmas. Every year we do stuff. like a, a Christmas uh, thing at church uh, mm-hmm. for the kids. And I'm like, and they, they do it over to a movie theme. And I'm like, we got to do Drum- Gremlins, John. And he is, every year he shoots it down. But well, uh, they come to the door and it's like them singing Christmas carols, like wrapped in like obviously like Christmas outfits. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the lady yeah. like freaks out. That's so funny. It's it such like a great some movie. Maybe, somewhere maybe there was this. just like a bunch of commercials or something featuring the Gremlins. Not yet. This is not out yet. No. Yeah, I, I don't. I think they're just in pre-production. Yeah, this is just some stupid video. This website put up. Hmm. I'm. I'm willing to give it a shot because I'm. I'm all about like experimentation in like media and stuff because I'm just tired mm. of seeing like the same formulas over again. Yeah. So this might be a huge car wreck, but like. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, it'll be awesome. We I just know. you I don't know see it as a car wreck. I'd imagine it just. It's kind of like, all right. Well, if they do it like they did, Chucky. I haven't seen Chucky yet, so I don't know. I've heard some not not so good things and some yeah. good things, but like I, it, this is one of those properties where they only you know there was there was only a little bit of the the stuff out there, so mm-hmm. this would be a good time to like jump back on and and put out, put out some more content around the Gremlins. Yeah. The second s- movie is actually even funnier than the first one. Yeah. The second movie is even far further out there. So I'm wondering when how long it's going to take for one of these like retro movies like Gremlins or something. That was clearly like based in practical special effects. Mm-hmm. To just go for it, like Gremlins three, all practicals. You know, like just because that would be the main draw of it. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. I'd I'd totally watch it. In fact, and when we talk about those things, like they they talk about like, hey, we're using only practical effects for these movies. I'm like, I'm a hundred percent in just because. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like I'm sick of like, even though uh, computer animated stuff still looks it's starting to look amazing. And there's mm-hmm. so many like you know I watched some of that. Was it Collider or whatever where they have the oh, yeah, the, the guys talk about like you know hey look this is bad CGI because or whatever but the, and the newer stuff looks better but it's still like your eyes even though it's like uh, maybe a bad practical effect it's still for some odd reason you accept it more 
Yeah, easy. <laughs> I think the perfect you know? like middle That's ground is like a good balance of both. Yeah, um, maybe. There were what? Sh- there was some show. It was like Mission Impossible or something like the the movies. Like they have like this decent balance of practical mm. and like some augmented stuff. But like um, it's funny on the Collider Studios, they just put an episode out today uh, where he had a stuntman react. Um, I think he did all the stunt choreography for Punisher season two, mm-hmm. and so he actually brought like the uh, the previs footage and mm. compared it next to the scenes. But he, they, the, one of the first things they watched was that Mission Impossible, the latest movies, like fight scene in the bathroom. Yeah, and he was like, "Here's, I'm going to tell you a bunch of stuff that you're never going to unsee. If you don't want fight scenes spoiled for you, don't watch this because it spoiled that fight scene forever for me." <laughs> like he's like, "This whole bathroom is made of foam, and it's polished to look porcelain." And there's a scene, there's a part of the scene where like there's the urinals, and you know, there's like that little step mm-hmm. on the urinals. Tom Cruise like lands, and he kneels for like a frame on the thing and you can see it cushioned down Fuck. and he gets up and he's like they're like but this is a great scene because there's no waiting mm-hmm. and so like the gold scene is when um what's his name uh, cavill yeah, yeah henry cavill lo- reloads his arms mm-hmm. you see him go he's like <laughs> <laughs> and he's like you might as well just put like shotgun noise <laughs> like he's like that's classic whoever thought of that and then that punchy through yeah it's like you feel it you mm-hmm. know uh, then he was like, let's contrast. And this is something I will agree with him. Even though I liked um, Last Jedi, uh, he had that scene where, uh, spoiler if you haven't seen the last two years, uh, who's the, S- Snoke? Yeah, when yeah. Snoke dies, that scene. And there's all the, the fighters around him and stuff. Yeah. They're like, whoever choreographed this didn't think about it at all or, and or the two main leads like should have had like stunt doubles do their thing. Because he pointed out how all the fighters were waiting for the main two actors to act before they reacted. Yeah. So he's like, these three are just standing there, spinning in circles until they get to them and stuff. And the whole scene, it keeps happening. No one attacks them. And then she kicks one soldier away and four of them flay out. You yeah. Know, and, stuff. <laughs> and he was like, then you, you take it to the Mission Impossible thing. <laughs> Smack myself with the microphone. You take that to the Mission Impossible thing and there's no waiting. Everyone's like, pow, 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 yeah. pow. And it, it, was, it was two guys that were main actors like Henry Cavill and Tom Cruise. And then the third guy is like a professional stunt guy. Mm-hmm. So you could tell like he was like the lead in the tango. Yeah. And then the other two were really good at following. And, and they're, they're like, how did he do that and not break his rib? And they were like, well, he's padded like three times there. Like that windowsill is made of like foam. It's, it's crazy. Mm. Wow, but, but it, so that was interesting to see them do like kind of a practical effects. Yes, breakdown. I'd love to watch that. Yeah, I, that that last Jedi scene always kind of bothered me because there's <laughs> actually like some dude. If you watch it, like some I don't know if there's two. I think that there's at least one that like when they're swinging back and forth, this guy just like falls over like nothing, nothing hits him or whatever. Yeah. He just falls, and you're like, what the what's going on? This is the, the only lightsaber fight in this movie, and oh. you effed it. Oh, there's also partially like the editors like falls our directors whoever made that call because it was like i mean you know you have power in editing right just kind of cut to something else <laughs> just real quick because um, even the, or a different angle the guy in the mission impossible thing he pointed out all the times that the punches missed yeah in the scene he's like but you didn't register until i pointed it out because i'm a professional because they angled it right and they put sound effects and they cut it so mm-hmm. like as soon as he missed the thing the second that happened they flipped to like another angle and stuff so he, i don't know why they didn't do that with last jedi yeah um, one of my favorite scenes that I, I would hate if anyone ever spoiled for me would be like the scene with uh, in Winter Soldier when he's doing like hand to hand against Winter Soldier before he knows it's Bucky. Oh, he's got yeah, the black yeah. part of the mask on and he's like they flip the knife around and they're fighting back and forth like just using hands. Yeah, like that scene for me is just really really tight. Even though it's kind of it's kind of really fast. 
Yeah. But I'd, just, I'd, I don't, I'd be so sad. Most of the Marvel fight choreography that doesn't have to do with Iron Fist is re- really good. <laughs> Iron Fist. Well, Iron Fist and then like Sigourney Weaver's fight scenes. Yes. they're like from a whole different property. It's like they borrowed from DC or something. Honestly, the uh, the uh, the new Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, it's oh, great! God, that scene at the end where he defeats Mysterio. I, that's the best like choreography, fight choreography. Even though like half of it was CG. Yeah, but like, that, it still looked amazing. That's part of like. Well, I think all of it was CG. It like, might have but been that's what's so impressive it, yeah. about it. Is they made it so believable because. That was something else. I watched um, uh, Arturo from A to Z show slash like, uh, let me explain. And he was like, let's let's try not to ignore that like CG artists are like as an art in itself, you know? And it's like, yes, when there's the budget and like skilled artists, because sometimes you can tell like so watching the Collider stuff, they're mm-hmm. like, well, they just ran out of budget. We're going to assume they're talented artists, but they needed another month, you know, of and, rendering like, and-, and like 20 more artists because they have to rotoscope every frame or something. Yep. So it's like it, but you know, when it's done really well and you, you can't tell or you, like, you buy the illusion, mm-hmm. like that's, that's the pinnacle of CG. You know, it's like the difference between like really good special, like practical special effects and like bad special effects yeah, and stuff because it makes you feel something. And that, <laughs> yeah, brought to you by Gatorade. <laughs> what is this? Where is it at? I don't even hey, know what it's I at. think it's that video. What? No, I don't think so. I think that Not? thing's been going the whole time. Oh. I don't know what's brought to us by Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Welcome to Yellow Spandex. <laughs> this music is too much. This week, <laughs> I hope I'm this, Vince. <laughs> I hope this is recording the music. This is Josh. I hope this is recording the music. <laughs> I was looping. It's funny. I, I love that thing. We were like, "Where's the music coming from? What tab?" <laughs> Sponsored by Gatorade. Uh, <laughs> And I look down, and there's supposed to you know, there's supposed to be a video somewhere. <laughs> Somebody who quoted that page is messed up. The video's uh, just going off. Like, so where's good. the? I don't know what's sponsored by Gatorade <laughs> right now. I, I'm missing out. <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah, with the Gremlins thing, I don't know why they just don't try it. Like, use that as the gimmick because you know every movie needs a marketing yeah. gimmick. Just be like fully, you know, fully or nearly fully practical special effects returns of Gremlins. Mm. I would do love it, you know? uh, a Gizmo. Or duck, Gizmo duck. I'd love Gizmo duck. I as would. Well. I would love a Gizmo duck action figure. Like Gizmo actually. meets Gizmo duck. Yeah. Ari has Gizmo as a doll. That's awesome. Oh, nice. yeah. Uh, but yeah, a Gizmo, a little Mugwai Gizmo. That'd be freaking awesome. You know, what would be really perfect is like a plushy Gizmo that when you get him wet, turns like ugly. Turns like into a gremlin. gremlin. Mm-hmm. That'd be hilarious. Multiplies. I mean, you could almost use you know those like uh, stuffed animals that like you'd squeeze. Like they look really sweet, and you squeeze them, and they're like. Oh. Or you could like turn those into them. That's yeah. funny. Those dolls are so funny to me. So I, I actually I don't know much more about gremlins besides like don't was it don't feed them after midnight don't get them wet don't get them wet yeah. So besides oh, sun, that sunlight kills them and sunlight oh, kills them yeah. But I just, and I think I was young enough when those movies came out I just saw them like on reruns on TV. Mm-hmm. Apparently I thought there were more of them. Mm. So I felt the same I way. Uh, I watched and it's funny because I watched them on TV. Uh, Revenge of the Dirts. Oh yeah. yeah. So like. And obviously, a million scenes was cut out of it because yeah. half that movie, like, there's just naked women <laughs> running around, or like they'd put like a video camera in the women's dorm or whatever. It doesn't age well in the PC culture. No, no. wow, <laughs> I loved that movie though. My, it was like there was a cartoon show of Revenge of the Nerds too. No, there can't be a. I think there was. Oh, I, really I want to see this. Booger. I got to look it up. Yeah. Bo- remember Booger was uh, one ogre. of the guys. Yeah. An ogre. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, Booger and Ogre were in the bathroom, and I think they were both peeing in the urinal. 
Yeah, there it is. Oh my gosh, as a Revenge of the Nerd. How on earth did that get oh, past yeah. parents? Remember, like parents in the eighties were nuts. I dude. don't remember when this was though either. This might have been like fairly recent. Okay, never mind. I think it was fairly recent. Uh, <laughs> robot Chicken, mm. Revenge of the Nerds, cartoons and comics. Every time my dad would burp really loud, he would yell out "Nerds," like ogre. Like ogre does. No, that's, and then, like, remember when Bo- Booger like beats Ogre in a see, farting contest or something? I don't see like There's a lot contest. of Mandela affecting happening for me today. Yeah, I Let's don't see. think that I, dude, that that movie is so raunchy, man. I mean, like, it's not just like Police Academy. Police Academy is actually only has like one small part ever that was like really raunchy, and the rest of it actually is like okay to watch on TV. Right, it was fun. Like that movie, straight up, they put a video camera in the girls' dorms just to watch them undress and have sex. It was like mm. Porky's. Remember Porky's? Yeah. Like the dude stuck his wang yes. in, into the, the girls' movie bathroom. was part of it, yeah. You, whenever they redo a, the front cover of that thing, it's always like the hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I mean, they, they used to just do it. They used to go well, out. It was like 70s. They were just like, well, we could do this right. Oh, yeah. We'll just lay it all right. Oh, let's do it, you know. Did you ever watch Highlander, like the movies? I did. I love Highlander. I love the first one. Duncan McLeod. Like, and beyond the first one, I feel like they slowly degrade into like just softcore porn. I just oh. liked, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about though? Like, I ever, just remember the Queen song and Steven Seagal. Oh, that's ever since I was <laughs> Steven Seagal. No, it's uh, Raiden. What's his name? Yeah, uh, Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert. But there's also Seagal in it. Wasn't Steven Seagal the Highlander? No. No, it was Christopher Lambert. I know it's Christopher Lambert, but wasn't Steven Seagal also a Highlander? Oh no! You're thinking the guy in the TV show. The guy in the TV shows and Steve was Skull, you yeah. Know. He was Duncan McLeod, not Connor McLeod. Oh, got you. I don't know. I Duncan don't remember McLeod. his name though. So the reason I loved that TV show with Duncan McLeod, yeah, is uh he had he his sword was a katana, mm-hmm. and ever since I was able to know what a ninja was, I wanted to be one. Yeah. So like I always had all the ninja weapons, and I, I used to dress up as a ninja all the time. I used to play like commander commando out back like where like me and my brother be like hiding behind a tree and then i'd be like yo you go across to under the rock and then i'm gonna meet you on the other side we'll assassinate these guys <laughs> and then we would like pretend to like drag dead bodies behind trees and shit like that's how we used to rock it okay. and I, I used to be like <laughs> i used to have a a, a a macgyver book bag that you know, like a book bag that has like every single like survival. Yeah, <laughs> like who else too? Yeah, I'm so convinced I'm from a different timeline because I very clearly remembered Steven Seagal in the Highlander, and I can't find a thing about it. No, you're like, thinking of that one dude? I can't remember his name. Uh, you're thinking of Duncan McLeod? Duncan McLeod. He, he look he young guy. He's a young guy. He, yeah, he's or, young. He was well, a much young younger. Guy. In fact, he's in the fourth movie with. That's uh, right. I know. I know who you're talking Christopher about. Christopher Lambert. But Christopher Lambert. Yeah. I even remember like jokes around Steven Seagal being Highlander, and I can't find anything about it either. So that's crazy, dog. That's just something else. There like, he is. No, I know. I know you're talking about there, but like when he has the hair pulled back, he does look a little bit like. What's him. his name? Uh, Adrian Paul. Okay. But I like. I remember like late in my Mandela affected memory, uh, like late night shows like Jay Leno and stuff, mm. like. He's like, oh, so Highlander, Steven Seagal. Like, it was like all, I, I don't know. I'm not even going to argue it. I'm just wrong in this particular <laughs> sense. But that, for some reason, I have these very clear memories of that. So, <laughs> I mean, I definitely could see a parallel where they're making jokes about Steven Seagal being Highlander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, as of, yeah, him being 
Highlander, I can't say. Gosh, you know that Steven Seagal had an energy drink for a while? Yeah, it was, it was sold called at Walmart. I did not know that. What was it called? I can't remember, but I tried to buy uh, buy some because you for a while you could only called? surge. You could only buy it online. What's it? Steven Seagal's. It was it called Pimp Juice? <laughs> energy drink. Here we go. There it is. It's called Fist Lightning. Fists Bolt. of Lightning. I don't. Let me see if I can pull it up. It's just called Lightning. Here Bolt. we're gonna watch the advertisement. Bolt. Oh, here we go. Hey there, we want to tell you about Steven Seagal's new energy drink. It's called Lightning Bolt. It's 100% natural, and it tastes just great. In fact, it's so good, he likes swimming in it. This is not real. <laughs> what the heck is How's it going, baby? Boss, I've got another 2,000 cans to go to fill this pool. Man, I feel so sorry for you, but you know what? I really wanted to swim in Steven Seagal's lightning bolt with you. Yeah, no, I love doing it because I love you. I love you. You could tell these are like two separate places. Lightning bolt is a unique energy drink. It's the first of its kind. With 100% pure juice he has blends, a guitar it's the amp only behind energy him. drink to contain Tibetan goji berries and Asian Oh, cordyceps. goji. And it hits the spot every time. Yo, this is hilarious. Oh, they are together. Everybody just see that? Steven! This is an actual commercial. Lightning bolt comes in two I think this only came out in like Australia. Why are there guitar amps all around him? It says in, in Steven Seagal's bio, official bio, it says, Amer it says American action film star, producer, writer, martial artist, and guitarist. And sheriff. Okay. And sheriff. He had his own TV what? show, I think, on True TV. Where's the sheriff? If you drank this is <laughs> too much. Steven Seagal is a recording artist and founder of Steven Seagal Enterprises. <laughs> this is so funny, though. Like, I didn't know like that was going to be a real commercial. After after two seconds, it's like, this is fake. Yeah. No, it's real and done by him. Holy crap. What, who, what channel is that on? No, Steven Seagal. Is it Steven Seagal's channel? Is it? No, it's just slow. It's got a check oh, mark. It's got a check mark. It's Steven Seagal's own Holy channel. Holy crap. That sure. is crazy. <laughs> I love this guy. So uh, for y'all listening, Steven Seagal actually does have a YouTube channel. It only has like, what, six, vid six videos on there? Only 17,000 subscribers. Well, that's... That's we got to use all of our seventeen. So one of add to yeah, them. something that's like easing my <laughs> mind just a little bit is apparently there's other people that are Mandela affected by this and they're petitioning for Stephen Seagal to make a fifth Highlander movie. <laughs> so I don't feel completely alone. If you're out there, if you've seen Yesterday, then we should get together and hang out. Because have you seen Yesterday? No. It's like the only there's like only three people on Earth that like haven't that remember the Beatles. Oh, so he there's more than him. Oh, there's a minor sport. Uh, kind of. Oh, I'll okay. let you see what happens. There, throughout the, even the beginning of the movie, you see like people that are like, why is he here? Like, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like that now because I'm Googling. Like, why? There's other stuff that'll surprise you too. It's not just the Beatles disappeared. Oh, okay. Um, but the whole world is like, it's just never existed there. And I feel the same way as him. He's like, what the? He's like, every time he goes to Google something, he's like, what the? Like, <laughs> I'm feeling that right now. I'm like, what? What? What the? <laughs> Mandela effect got you. Seriously, it, it's funny. I don't. I think I feel more strongly about this than any other thing that I thought. Like, oh, I just I just remembered it wrong. This I have very specific memories of that. If they're not just like orchestrated confusions, like maybe I was a kid and they made a joke about Steven Seagal and Jay Leno mm -hmm. doing the thing, you know, and that's how I cemented my memory. But right. like, besides that, I'm like, what? 
why do I remember specifically? Like, I don't know. That's no. crazy. I, I, could, that I totally get that for other things, though, to where I'd like, what was the one with uh, Sinbad and the... Uh, oh, yeah, Shazam. Shazam. Mm-hmm. Like, but you know that you, you saw him, and then he was all, he's a big movie star during that time, mm-hmm. and then and Kazam came out at the same mm-hmm. time or whatever it was, and you, you could switch them in your brain, like, just as a kid, like, especially, mm-hmm. like, you, you don't get to see all the movies, so it's just, I don't know, I could see it doing that. Isn't there a scene that's like floating around on the internet about Well, Shazam? because like College Humor did it. Yeah, he redid it on College Humor. As like a joke for like April Fool's oh. to put it out on the internet specifically for that. So people are like, see, see? He's like, oh, I made this like last year. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there was something. Oh, Candlelight Cove is like a kid's show. The television thing? That a bunch of now adults that when they were kids remember watching it and independent of each other, they all had accounts of it. And then they were brought together by other people who had like connected their accounts of this show that there's no record of ever existing. Mm-hmm. And so the only thing that it, besides like alternate universe shit, like in my head is like maybe it was one of those like local access things. Yeah. That when it went away, just went away. There's um, lots of stuff that just got deleted, you know? I yeah. mean, think of uh, half of the Carson show is not even in existence. Oh, yeah. And so I don't know. It, It'd just be wild if, like, you know, there's all these jokes, jokes about Chuck Norris. Is like, you know, you don't search, you don't Google Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris <laughs> Google's like, you, yeah, like or like <laughs> the Russian one. You Chuck Norris Google. So I don't know something like that. <laughs> like, well, there's just all those jokes. Like, what's behind uh, Chuck Norris's beard? Yeah, so, another, another, another fist. fist. Yeah. Oh gosh. So I, I think with Stephen Seagal, I could totally see in that like, ridiculous universe where like. He just didn't want to be involved as Highlander anymore, so he erased it because he is a Highlander. You know, like, like <laughs> there can only be one. It's wild though, because you don't know where you don't know. Well, he's not a sword guy. Like, he's all about. Um, I heard it on like Joe Rogan once, where like judo. He's, is and, it judo? Uh, it's it's one. It's the one where you use the person's um, energy energy against themselves. Yeah, so yeah, he's, he's never picked up a sword ever. I've seen him. I'm completely like agreeing with all this. It's just <laughs> it's just confusing me. That's why Mad TV they made fun of him. Like he just breaks necks. Yeah. That's all he does the entire time. So wild. <laughs> he, he snaps necks, snaps bones, and he can drop you in seconds <laughs> with like a, some sort of judo move. The last time I uh, encountered like a Mandela effect thing directly, uh, that was not this level confused, but close, was when we did the DuckTales video with NerdSync. And no one could remember if it's DuckTales, woo, or woohoo. Mm. Everybody's a different account. Mm. Including the songwriters <laughs> and the show, so it just it was a it was like a choir and they all did the same thing and did what they no, wanted. No, it's, it's one vocal. Okay, like it's one guy singing the vocal. So you asked him before you played it. What do you mean? No, they're Can just you not like, figure it out by listening to it. It's one of those things where it sounds like woo, mm. but they argue that he was singing woo hoo, and then the fidelity wasn't high like high enough to tell. Yeah. But then the sheet music says a different thing. Mm. And then like lyrics the, are all messed up too. Are different. And then some versions, he's clearly saying one for one verse and something else for another verse. And so it might just be different takes. Yeah. Um, but like that. You know what it was for me? Jiffy. <laughs> Jiffy, eh? Or Jiff. Yeah. Jiff. I don't, I remember Jiffy. I remember Jiff, but. I remember both. <laughs> And then what was what was one of the other ones was uh oh yeah the Bernstein Bears Bernstein. that was the first one that really messed me up at first yeah but I was working at a bookstore at the time and I was like 
yeah, sure, whatever. Like <laughs> I saw it and I was like, oh. What's even uh, worse <laughs> is I know what the Mandela effect is and didn't even know who the Mandela was. You didn't know who Nelson Mandela was? And then had to learn about Nelson Mandela. So the so. Mandela effect for Vince was learning history. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt Vince. I'm like, man, that was the Mandela effect. I'm like, who the mm. fuck is a Mandela? It's like, <laughs> oh, maybe I should learn that. But that yeah. was a long time ago, by the way. Actually, it was just yesterday. But and then the uh, for the Ducktales thing, I think when the show came back, the reason we did the video nerd thing, the first episode was called like "Woo Who," and everyone's like, "What the? Like, <laughs> what's going on?" We all remember. I don't know. I used to bust people that would like do the covers, and they would say something different. Mm-hmm. Be like, "Oh, oh, they didn't do it wrong." Which is funny because we did <laughs> we did that on our channel, and then we discovered in every language it's a little different. Yeah, like mm-hmm. in is it Air, like one of the, Sweden, one of the Middle Eastern countries, I think it was aha, mm-hmm. because that in their like uh, that was the the, the the vowels that made sense for the shout choruses mm-hmm. and stuff. And it was like that was one of the best parts of that whole video experience was learning that th- there were Ducktales versions in every country. Mm-hmm. And then being able to hear them all was amazing. Like, I don't even know how Scott, whoever helped him get every freaking version of that. Did he record that stuff? I mean, he obviously didn't just print it an an instrumental and had somebody else do the vocals, right? No, these were, they were like. What, the the foreign ones? Yeah, the foreign ones. Oh, yeah, he found them. Because everything's on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. He just like found them. It was so cool to me to be able to, you know, hear the. The version, different versions. It was weird, man. Mm-hmm. We're saying like, didn't what? Wouldn't he? They just send it to like someone else that does the vocals for that, and, like and the rights it or whatever for the weird. theme song. Because like, he wrote the theme song for it, right? Who wrote the Ducktail Ducktail song? Uh, the oh, uh, I don't. We did, we didn't talk to the Ducktales theme writer for this. Oh, song. you didn't. Oh, yeah, okay. this is no, just yeah, no. They, they in the video down. they just pulled in the different versions from like the internet somewhere oh. and stuff. But it was just interesting to see like the different shout choruses kind of vary depending on languages. Hmm. That's so weird. Um, I thought so, you talked to the guy. Oh no, not on that yeah, one. We yeah, talked no. to X Men. Yeah, or the I, I thought he did both. No, or, he did. So he did X Men and Power Rangers. <coughs> and we're, we did. Uh, we're like a year late on the Power Rangers video, but we still have the footage. Gummy Bears and Duck Tailspin was the other one we mm. did. Yeah, I used to love with the Silver Shirts. But uh, yeah, so I guess right now I have like two like kind of mildly conflicting like Mandela effect things with Steven Seagal and Highlander and Ducktales Woohoo Woohoo. Right now, the only ones that actually like bother me a little bit. <laughs> Um, not Jiffy, no, because I remember that. <laughs> but I get now. I sympathize with people who are like, no, I remember like this. Like, yeah, I also remember Steven Seagal like flailing a sword around, cutting people's heads off. But like, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh man. But I'm I'm not I'm not disagreeing that I'm wrong. It's just like holy crap. So alternate. Re- oh, hey, look, this page isn't even working. <laughs> Ooh, now, now Della effect did you is work real. There? Exactly, it went to the other universe. Yeah, we're looking up. Uh, alt, or, I don't uh, want to click examples. on BuzzFeed because I hate BuzzFeed. But uh, <laughs> oh, like this one's. Uh, maybe I just got no internet. How about that? Uh, probably. No, it's BuzzFeed. <laughs> oh, jeez, Oscar uh, Meyer. Oh. Or Oscar Mayer. Uh, I've seen this. I'm pretty positive it's this one. Wow. Yeah. I don't who's know. who's right? Do we know? Is I it, can't read. Isn't it, it Mayer? Isn't it? I thought it was Meyer. I mean, I'm Oscar Meyer Wiener. I don't know. I can't read it. Yeah, it's Mayer because I, I only remember because of the song. M A Y. Yeah, M A Y E R. No way. I just thought that the E Y was the way it. Meyer. The oh, Sex well. and the City one I've seen. What's on? on reports? Because it's Sex, Sex and, and the City. The but City. I didn't. 
watch the show. I didn't know him enough about the show to begin with to know the difference. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I definitely understand this. Like, I just didn't. I probably, it was just like, you know, someone saying espresso for their entire life. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's espresso. Like, oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, We Are the Champions is a different ending than anybody else remembers. But didn't they do it, like, differently live or something? Is that why the confusion happened? I don't remember, actually, what that was. Because people, people think that the ends were like, of the world, and it doesn't uh, end like that. Uh, hmm. yeah, I don't know. Uh, Monopoly guy doesn't have a monocle. I think they just get him mixed up with the, the peanut. planner's peanut guy, yeah. And then this one, I think, messed people up. Yeah. Pikachu doesn't have a black end on his tail. Yeah, for some odd reason, I would think that he probably would, but yeah, it doesn't make any sense people, to have it. Yeah, a lot of people draw that like that. Yeah. And Bernstein, Stain, Bears, obviously. Stain. Stain. Which one is it? Bernstein. Stain. Stain. But I remember Steen. I remember Steen, too. I just remember probably people saying Bernstein, and it's just, you know, once mm-hmm. you see it, you're like, uh yeah, and George never had a tail. Of course. Yeah, I don't remember George having a tail. You know, so something else, especially with like something like Curious George, I'll bet when we were little, we saw a bunch of like knockoffs of Curious George yeah. that did have a tail, and that's probably imprinted in our memories because you think about now, like when a Disney movie comes out and how many dollar store versions of that movie come out. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like there was probably, because in my head, I'm like, didn't I see Curious George like hanging upside down from a tree eating a banana? Like, but that could have been like Curious Mike. I don't know. And a man know? in an orange chat. Yeah. Yellow people. <laughs> Is that it? Chick fil A? Yeah. Yeah. Chick fil A. Or chick. Yeah, it's chick like C H I C K, right? Right. Yeah. That just looks wrong. Yeah, I know Luke never said. Oh, that's the same thing father. with the, uh, what's the piano one? Um, play it, play it against Sam. Like he never says it. Oh, yeah. There's even a movie called Play It Against Sam. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and he never says it. He just says like Sam that you know song. Will you play, I, it, play this it for one me? Was weird that I is one is more the CP through three PO isn't all gold is more of a thing. Or like I never noticed that, but now yeah. I do. Like it wasn't one of his legs is always a different color. It's like silver or something. It's usually like something silver. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Mr. Rogers, Rogers theme song uh, opening line is different than people remember. No, oh, it's been it's beginning beautiful day. Like, wait, it's a that's beautiful a day <laughs> in this neighborhood. Oh, yeah, because I remember the neighborhood. The neighborhood. Uh-huh. Huh, interesting. So it was this neighborhood. Dude, he sings it differently every single time. <laughs> well, maybe not differently, but I mean, he sings it every single time. So I could have mixed it up once or twice. I think Mona Lisa is smiling now, but she used to be emotionless. I think huh. that's illusion. Well, also, they restored it so many times. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. Maybe. Smudge smudged it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Ever see that Saturday Night Live of the lady that tried to restore the the painting in? Uh, she didn't. She's just a nun that worked there. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. She just keeps like wiping away features. No, no, no. Because yeah, that that Mona Lisa to the left looks like it's like Snapchat filtered. <laughs> uh, younger, nun. yeah. <laughs> she looks younger. Her painting. Her skin looks so great. Here it is. This Restored, botched. This botched painting by this amateur lady. <laughs> you got to see this painting. <clears throat> Here it is. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was going to say, like, Jesus, literally. <laughs> and I can't remember. Um, the, Who's the lady in uh, the Ghostbusters movie, the blonde girl? Oh, Kate McKinnon? Yes. She's, she's my favorite. She does that, the lady in this, cause she, and she looks a lot like her, too, like <laughs> when she dresses up. Um, she Kate, does Mc, Kate McKinnon's in Yesterday as the yeah. record label executive. 
She's the best. Yeah. Because she's like a record exec who tells it as it, as she believes it, you know, mm-hmm. without apologizing for how evil she is. She's like, I only care about you as a product, and I'm going to make all the money. It's like, well, you're going to make a record. We're going to charge people a lot of money for it. I'm going to take most of it, and you're going to be okay with that. And you're like, well, at least she's upfront about it. <laughs> exactly. Like, she's not, it's not I like screwed. her. She's honest. Yeah. <laughs> Painting of Jesus that started out like this and was repainted like this. <laughs> I know ruin a feast. Here, it look good. <laughs> well, this is kind of just transformed into us watching funny YouTube yeah. videos. So, uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a Twitch show. We just do this. <laughs> <laughs> you just watch. I think you could probably get away with it then, right? Probably, I don't know. Because if you Twitch. do it on YouTube, YouTube's like, heck no. Twitch is new enough that they don't care about the law yet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You gave me probably. my money. Give me my money. <laughs> this, is, this is a little Marvel break for you guys. So, I guess... Uh, I don't know. You know, be an interesting comment if there's comments and wherever you're watching this is to let us know like what um, property you want them to actually bring back, mm-hmm. especially if it's like a practical effects thing. I would really love to see, um, and on top of Gremlins, I would love to see another Indiana Jones installment with just majority practical stuff like the old days. Mm-hmm. Just to see how it is. Did you, you know, ever I, watch I the Young show. Indiana Jones? I remember that the TV show, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember specific plots, but I remember the show being on when I was younger, mm-hmm. and like I think I liked it. It's didn't age as bad as you'd think, but it's okay. not as as well, amazing like a, as it was. You thought in your right? brain, yeah. It was like it was like a '90s like weekly action shows. It was probably like that. I think it's all on Amazon Prime, so you oh, can watch sweet. it there. But yeah. yeah, interesting. They made an entire thing of young Indiana Jones. Remember, um, James Bond Jr. Yes, I cartoon. remember James Bond Jr. the cartoon. Well, I'm trying to remember. What they had the was... coolest action figures. I want them to. I want to make. I want them to make an upgraded. Uh, I can't remember the name of the damn cartoon with uh, Haji and um, <laughs> oh Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest. <laughs> Haji. I don't think you could get away with that today. Dude. <laughs> Maybe. Uh... What was it? Family Guy that they were trying to go through like airport security. He's like Zim Zim Vera Vim. He's like, yeah, you're gonna get randomly selected now. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zim Zim. Zalabim. I think they, yeah. For, I can remember. I don't remember. There's a couple ones where they're like, you were fine. No, you've been randomly. Yeah. <laughs> Me? Johnny. Why? <laughs> that could be fun. I feel like they kind of did that with Adult Swim. Johnny Quest, uh, that's like the the Venture Brothers reminded me of yeah, like a style. spoofed Johnny mm-hmm. Quest. But jo- I used to watch Johnny Quest every freaking mm-hmm. morning. Or they watching after it? school or whatever. Didn't they watch it in the uh, Incredibles? Oh, that'd be cool. Remember. I think they're on. They're watching something on. There's TV. so much content out there. I think my brain's just like full now. Yeah, yeah we want to know what your guys' favorite yeah. uh, cartoons were back in the day. Or uh, Mandela effects too. Yep, and your favorite Mandela effects. Does anybody else remember Stephen Skull's Highlander? <laughs> this is bothering me now. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this uh, <laughs> installment of Yellow Spandex, especially the Gatorade commercial that was yeah, earlier. This is random. Hopefully the music was in. The I recording. hope that. If not, I'm going to find a way to record it and put it in, in there. Because that was perfect. <laughs> Sitting here and all of a sudden. Brought to you by Gatorade. <laughs> the music just worked so well. Yeah. Oh, very man. fast. Do all right. Well, until next time, geek out. <laughs> I was going to steal their thing. Like but what? With, with your cheeks out? Or? Geek, geek out and game on is what uh, Boss Level 8 says well, at the end of their thing. Yeah. I think they gave up on that. Now I like geek out with your cheeks out. Yeah. He has a visual that you probably didn't want. I I envision like a half 
Jim Carrey, and then half Bartman. I just imagine like someone with their cheeks out, yeah, like, just spread. Well, we'll come up with a better saying. <laughs> <laughs> we promise. My wife would be like, "What are you talking about?" Ah, uh, fun stuff. It's, it's good to hang out with you nerds. We'll see you next week. See you.